Good morning from uh, Specialist Sales. Good morning from Consumer. Carlsberg, Reckitts and BAT. Carlsberg is in line, uh, revenues and volumes. No surprises. Q2 going to be a bit worse. China getting a bit better. They did a trading statement on April the 2nd. This is a big fat nothing done. The stock should not react badly. Reckitts plus 13.3% organic sales growth, well ahead of consensus, well modelled Lord Debu. Uh, obviously lots of tailwinds here. Don't love the structural story, but there's no point standing in the way of the obvious tailwinds they have at the moment. And BAT AGM statement confirmed high single digit EPS growth for 2020, minimal impact from COVID, defensive as we expect. There is small, a small adjustment to top line guidance to the low end of the three to five, given Q2 COVID impacts and the global volume impact. Uh, they go to minus five for the year from minus four. But really, really, this should act defensively and I would buy any weakness in the stock today. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. Sainsbury's the focus this morning, a reported strong current trading and a base case on profits that gives upgrades in the year ahead, but cutting the dividend is unhelpful. We remain positive on the food sector generally overall. It is cheap. And we also note Carrefour, post the results call with investors, is starting to openly discuss a big fall in promotions. In the mid-cap, we have research out this morning on gaming with analysis that shows robust liquidity. We see the subsector as best positioned within leisure to return to normalised trading post the lockdown and reiterate our buys on GVC, Flutter, Playtech and William Hill. James also published on Weatherspoon post the 15% raise that now addresses short-term liquidity and uncertainty post lockdown trading. We remain buyers there also. And finally, on DFS, we're updating our forecasts post the raise, uh, but uh, and we continue to look for normality in full year 22. Remain buyers there as well. Good morning, it's William Bevington and Jeffrey's TMT Special Sales. So a significant and very significantly positive day to my mind for um, our recent research on the back of a massive reduction in telco churn, highlighting a short-term boost to EBITDA and free cash flow. We see five sets of results out today in which pretty much all of the telcos reporting have beaten at the EBITDA level. KPN, a revenue beat of 0.5%, but more significantly, a 2.5% beat at the EBITDA level. Swisscom, an almost 1.6% beat at the EBITDA level, but 5.7% beat on operating free cash flow. Proximus also an adjusted EBITDA beat of 1.5% versus consensus. Telenet a 4.1% beat against EBITDA. And then finally Orange, a small beat at the revenue level. Consensual numbers uh, are in line with what they reported at EBITDA. So again, a significant validation to our recent thesis highlighting a short-term positive for the sector. I think this is significant short-term good news for telcos in Europe. Good morning from Healthcare. A number of uh, earnings results out this morning. Hikma with a strong set of uh, numbers and a confirmation of guidance that's uh, clearly expected given the trends we've seen in uh, therapeutics so far. A number of dental dental points uh, with a line with which people have said ugly set of results yesterday uh, and Strauman out this morning uh, pulling guidance also unsurprising. We'll go through the details. Um, some very interesting pair of trading opportunities post the moves yesterday uh, in the hearing aid names post GN's results. Uh, it certainly looks like there are opportunities to long and short relatives in these names. And we have an interesting SMA survey out uh, this morning from uh, Peter Welford's team uh, flagging uh, potential upside for both Novartis's Silgensma and Roche's uh, Ristaplam, uh, both uh, well worth looking at uh, in our view. Thank you very much.
It's Bruna from Industrials. Results after close yesterday were Saffron, Michelin and Tesla. Saffron were fine, cash flow positive each month of Q1, but services sales fell 20% in March. No prediction for Q2, but read across from GE is not great. GE said expects shop visits down 60%. We know Q2, Q3 will be challenging and don't know the shape of recovery, but I thought this set of results will suffice for now. Michelin solid Q1 sales was slightly above expectations. Main drivers were declining in volumes was smaller than expected and better price mix. Tesla also posted good results. Order book at record high at the end of Q1. Storage business was weaker than expected, but order book is growing. Guidance withdrawn until Q2, but gross margin beat bodes well for next quarters. We had two investor calls with Atlas Copcoya yesterday, and he was cautiously optimistic. Let me know if you'd like to see my notes from that. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. It is all about Royal Dutch Shell this morning with news of their dividend cut by two-thirds. I think the real news here is more in the dividend outlook statement, which reads very negative. Um, and this is in the context of the fact that a lot of their other super major peers have not cut dividends uh, through the first quarter numbers. So not a complete surprise, but I think actually that they have acted now and the timing around this dividend cut uh, is really what people will be focusing on today even if longer term, it probably is the right thing to be doing. Uh, commodities also in focus overnight with oil continuing to push higher. Uh, that, I think, is on emerging signs that the supply-demand imbalance is starting to redress. Um, lots of other earnings across the sector. The only other thing that I'd be flagging is uh, some more CapEx cuts for Glencore, uh, which we do think is one of those well-positioned for more of a beta rally.